It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two is buried. Oh, Sauce Gardner. Here he goes! Goodbye and hello Enzo! And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. Thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time for the Jet Steelers pregame report. The game going on at Heinz Field or whatever the corporate sponsor is over there now. But I'm going to say Heinz Field at 1 o'clock. So to get into everything, we bring in our friend who's the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbly. Chris, what's up, brother? Ah, not too much. You know, I'm, uh, enjoying the the quick shift in weather change we got. Bring on the cold. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I would like the warm weather to stay here for a while, but unfortunately, I don't have the power to stop the warm weather from going away. Jeff Ulbrich had the power to not inadvertently insult his best player, though, and he failed to do that. So let's talk about this a little bit, Chris. Jeff Ulbrich's comment about Quentin Williams. If you listen to the whole clip, he did compliment Quinn and Williams quite a bit. And then at the end, to me, it came off as he was trying to defend his rotation and in doing so stumbled into insulting Quinn and Williams because he couldn't just do what coaches are supposed to do and say nothing and spin and get out of it. Instead, he rambled and rambled and rambled trying to defend this stupid rotation and wound up at a spot where he insulted Quentin Williams to the point where Quentin Williams actually retweeted a clip from August of Robert Sala saying that Quentin Williams is in the best shape of his life. Robert Sala, of course, weighed in on this and said that it's Bush League, that people were taking a quote from Ulbrich out of context. Again, I don't know how many times either one of us has to say this, Chris. Just don't say anything. Sala does this over and over again with injuries and other things. Stop trying to be clever. Stop trying to answer questions. Just do what Todd Bowles did and say nothing. Because when you branch off like this, it's when you get yourself into trouble And when your best player is retweeting something saying that he's in the best shape of his life after you said he was sucking wind on the sideline, I would say that classifies as getting yourself into trouble. A couple other things, by the way, that Robert Salas said the other day. He said with Zach Wilson back, he's really excited to watch the young running backs and wide receivers grow with him. He addressed the Jets' terrible third down defense, said they added another third down period to practice to work on that. That's a good sign because, Chris, they have just been terrible on third down. Talking about Najee Harris, quote, he's pretty freaking good. And then, of course, as I said, he addressed the Quinn and Williams comment that was made by Jeff Ulbrich. So, Chris, thoughts on all this, including and especially Jeff Ulbrich, Robert Sella, and the Quinn and Williams comments? It, this is why I'm always sitting there saying that there's like, there's no real value to so much of these press conferences nowadays. Because even this, like, this is like one of the, you know, the most, uh, like, what could happen? at a press conference 
most eventful things that can happen at a press conference. This is one of the most eventful things you can get. Reporters are like, yay, awesome, we got a quote, now we got a story, we're gonna run it, we're gonna milk this story for like three days. But also, everyone that's reading this story and seeing this story is like, yeah, okay, we understand what happened here, right? Like, this is uh, a product of coaches having to walk that line of trying to answer our questions while not actually saying anything and where reporters sit there and try to trip you up. But like, you know, there's a difference between when you're asking questions, trying to trip somebody up to like reveal the truth and just get somebody to just, you know, talk over themselves because they're talking around nonsense, but like, you know what they're doing. This is, this is football again. Like, you know, they're not uh, withholding like state secrets from uh, their citizens here. This is this is football, and though they're supposed to hide stuff from their opponents, um, so it, he was getting peppered with questions, and he's sitting there knowing what he's saying is a load of nonsense. But that's what ninety percent of what their coaches are saying to us and players say to us is just it's just speak it's just words just to get you off that question and on to the next question that's all it is you can go back Derek Jeter and Tom Brady they've mastered this you know like um not everyone's built for that though and coaches they can be a little easier especially coordinators you can trip them up a little easier but come on we all know what this really is I don't now, of course, there's some people out there that are going to uh, seize on this and then be like, oh, look at what a problem this is. And because that's another angle you can take with the story. But this was just a coach stumbling over his words. And there, you can't really think that this coaching staff, of all the concerns that they have right now, of all the worries that they have right now, you think Quinn and Williams is anywhere near the top of that? Like, no, of course not. There's that's it's going to be fine moving on from there. Uh, they just they need to give Quinn and more rep, more snaps. <laughs> it's it's really that simple. Just stop, just give uh, stop this nonsense, stubbornly clinging to your rotations. Get your best player on the field for more often. Like, it just do it. Chris, as far as the rotations go, John Franklin Myers will be a part of it, even though he was on the injury report. He was a full participant in practice, so he will be in this game, as will Brandon Eccles most likely. He's listed as questionable with a hamstring injury, but he was a full participant in practice, so I'd expect him to be out there. No Quincy Williams, though. He is out. Zach Wilson, as we know, returns. Looks like Minka Fitzpatrick will be ready to go for the Steelers. He was a full participant in practice. He's out of concussion protocols. That's a huge one for the Steelers because if they were missing TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick with how poorly that offense is performing, you would say that the Jets would be in pretty good shape. I still think they have a chance, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but Minka Fitzpatrick being out there for the Steelers is a huge help for them. Akilo Weatherspoon is the only one who is going to be out for the Steelers. So Weatherspoon missing for the Steelers, Quincy Williams missing for the Jets. Yeah, it, listen, the, the difference between facing the Steelers defense with T.J. Watt and without T.J. Watt is just absolutely incalculable. Like, you can't, I can't even begin to talk about the difference, uh, especially 
uh, Zach Wilson's first game back this this year, uh, you want to face that Steelers defense without T.J. Watt. They're not going to be able to just wreck things quite like they usually are. Now, we know this offensive line for the Jets has been struggling um, regardless, but that without T.J. Watt, it just makes it, okay, you got a chance, things are doable, you have op- opportunity to go ahead, even with this ragtag offensive line group, and think you can put something together. Minka Fitzpatrick is somebody who's been playing is absolutely amazing since he entered the league. Great with the Dolphins and then even better with the Steelers. Uh, if he's healthy, that's somebody that obviously Zach Wilson's going to have to be super concerned about. Um, we're, we're seeing, you know, Garrett Wilson coming alive. Elijah Moore making plays. Zach Wilson's going to have receivers to throw the ball to. He's got to watch out for Minka Fitzpatrick just ball walking around around there. The ball seems to just find him somehow. So that's going to be one of the things that he's got to, you know, mostly look for there. But, yeah, that, you know, obviously he's been out for a couple weeks. But that T.J. Watt thing, as soon as that injury happened, that completely changed the outcome, possibility, everything for this game. You're looking at the Steelers game completely differently without him. And then, you know, Ben Roethlisberger hasn't been good in a few years, but looking over on the other side of the ball and seeing Mitch Trubisky as at the quarterback yet. And that's as bad as uh, things have looked last week and especially first week and most of week two for the Jets, uh, you're feeling much better than you, than you thought you would coming into this Steelers game for, for this week only, at least, of course. Play like a Jet. Play like a Jet. Chris, do you feel good enough to take the Jets plus 3.5 because that's the spread right now? Also, the over-under is 41.5. I got to be honest, I really like the under on this one. The Steelers' offense is horrendous. Zach Wilson coming back off the injury. You have no idea what to expect from the Jets' offense. I really love the under 41.5. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah, that's a low number. Um, You know, it typically... Unders are a great bet, more often than not. Um, People want to bet overs. No one wants to bet the unders. So they typically knock it up. But you start getting around close to 40 on an under, and that's tough. Um, But, yeah, the only way that I see the under, like an over uh, cashing, or you losing that under bet, is turnovers. That's that's the only way that I see that happening. And I don't think that's going to – there's going to be enough of that. Uh, it's certainly possible, but if I would feel comfortable uh, betting the under. I'd feel more comfortable betting the under than I would betting the Jets just because, you know, this offensive line, this, that's the situation right now that I just – Zach Wilson coming back, his first game this year with that offensive line, even against T, no T.J. Watt, I, I, I just don't know what to expect. I would lean towards taking the Jets with the points. Um, but I, I feel much more confident going in, with that under. Let's go with passer props here, Chris. Mitch Trubisky over under 214.5 passing yards. I love the under on that. He hasn't hit more than 207 this season. Zach Wilson over under 208.5. Trubisky over under 1.5 touchdowns. Wilson over under Point five again. I like the under on Trubisky. He's only had one touchdown pass this entire season. 
Trubisky is over under 20.5 completions. Wilson, 19.5. Mitchell Trubisky, over under 33.5 pass attempts. Wilson, over under 33.5 as well. Interceptions, both Trubisky and Wilson, over under 0.5. Longest completion, over under 32.5 for Mitch Trubisky, over under 33.5 for Zach Wilson. And pass and rush yards combination, Mitch Trubisky over under 227.5, Zach Wilson over under 221.5. I would stay away from the Zach Wilson over-unders just because he's been gone and you have no idea what to expect. But as far as Trubisky, I really like the under for the passing yards, 214.5. And I would also consider the under on the touchdowns, which is 1.5. I, I I agree with what you said uh, about about Zach Wilson. I would stay away from that. He, he knows which direction it can go. It's also going to you know largely depend on how the game plays out. Um, if if the Jets can't, the Jets are going to look to run the ball. Uh, they 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 want. The, I'll I'll put it this way: uh, Lafleur, Salah are looking at this, and they're hoping that at least the uh, attempts. And completions that they're hoping that stuff is coming on under for Zach Wilson. They want to lean on running the ball more, and they want the unders to go there. Now, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that they want the unders on the yardage to to come in there because sure they'd like some 80 yard screen passes to pop, uh, but uh, the unders there for the completions and the attempts, I think for sure, um, I would I would go with I if you if you're determined to to get in on some of it, I, I, I'd go with a slight lean on going with the overs on the yards just because I think right now that they're probably trying to uh, bait you into going with some of those overs right now because it's Zach Wilson. Who's going to trust Zach Wilson here? With the receivers that they have, I think that if Zach Wilson goes, he should be able to get over that. Um, and now this could be, like I'm saying, last few weeks, it could be a lot of garbage time that's getting him over that hump. But I would lean there. As for the the actual solid plays, take all the Trubisky unders. Take them all. <laughs> take them all, except for maybe interceptions. Maybe <laughs> maybe uh, go over there or stay away from there. Um, yeah, I probably stay away from attempts – uh, um, with uh, Trubisky, just in case uh, he, they just need to throw, but even then, I'd feel pretty good about that. Uh, I go ahead, just take the under on the Trubisky yards, and go ahead and put put a decent amount of money on that one because I I don't man, I I'd be shocked if that hit if the over hit on that. Chris, you said to take the under on all the Trubisky props, but there is one that I would take the over on, and that is rushing. He's over under 8.5. I like that a lot. Zach Wilson is over under 9.5, especially with Connor McDermott playing left tackle. I would go with the over on Zach Wilson. Chase Claypool over under 2.5. Jalen Warren over under 18.5. Michael Carter over under 44.5. Brees Hall over under 38.5. Najee Harris over under 66.5. What do you think of those, Chris? Yeah, uh, man, I love... Oh, well, you're right. I... You're about uh, Trubisky. Take it. Take the over there. Um, and I also, the I'm a, a little hesitant with to, to tell you to hammer the Zach ones. Um, if this was the first game of the year, or he didn't have that knee injury, uh, 
uh, then I'd tell you to do it. Because remember the way he was running last year, especially before he could get anything going. It was like, oh, okay, this guy can run a little more than we thought. So he can do that. But uh, who knows if he has full confidence in that need to take off. So I, I would like him to go over there, but I, I'm not going to hammer it like I would if, if I knew how confident he was in his knee. Um, I do love uh, Hammer and Brees Hall over here. Um, you can go ahead and hammer, you know, rush yards with you. If you want, you can go ahead and combine it, rush and pat, receiving yards. Listeners know that's, that's my, my favorite thing to do because it doesn't matter. You, you just get it one way or the other. Um, and rush and receiving is just 61 and a half for him. But I love that. I still think uh, they're undervalued on Brees Hall. Uh, the value is off. The Jets are starting to give him more and more. And against this Pittsburgh defense, I think they're going to want to run it between the tackles a lot with him. So I would, I'd shy away from the Michael Carter part of that. I, you could definitely talk me into the over on Michael Carter pl- uh, rushing and receiving. But uh, and then I don't love it because it's Trubisky and the Steelers' offense ain't great right now. But if you're going to force me to, I, I would go over on Najee Harris just because it's Najee Harris. But that's a tough one. Um, so I just I'd go with Trubisky over and then and then hammer that Brees Hall over. Uh, that's where that's where my strength and conviction lies there. Receiving yards, Brees Hall over under 17.5, Chase Claypool over under 36.5, Corey Davis over under 31.5, Deontay Johnson over under 61.5, Elijah Moore over under 43.5, Garrett Wilson over under 45.5, George Pickens over under 27.5, Michael Carter over under 13.5, Najee Harris over under 18.5, Pat Fryermuth over under 35.5, Tyler Conklin, this one I really like, over under 27.5, and then with receptions, Brees Hall is over under 2.5, Chase Claypool over under 3.5, Corey Davis over under 2.5, Deontay Johnson over under 5.5, Elijah Moore over under 3.5, Garrett Wilson over under 4.5, George Pickens over under 2.5, Michael Carter over under 1.5, Najee Harris over under 2.5, Pat Fryermuth over under 3.5, and Tyler Conklin over under 3.5. Yeah, all right. So I I like the Najee Harris ones um, for sure. Um, and then again, now we're talking about Trubisky throwing stuff uh, to these guys. So I I, I just um, there's enough talent there uh, that all it takes is one play, uh, you know, one catch to break some of the uh, totals uh, over totals. But stay away uh, for the Jets. Again, I love the Corey Davis. That number comes down. It's really hard for me to say that he's not going to catch at least three passes. Uh, the the yardage totals really slow there, uh, low there too. But I I I lean towards the receptions, or not even lean. Give me the over on receptions for Corey Davis. Absolutely. Uh, I'm more looking to play the over yardage on Garrett Wilson and uh, Elijah Moore on both of them. And this is the thing, of course, I'm looking at overs here uh, for pretty much this whole receiving group right now. And I like it uh, just because Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson that we've seen, we know uh, Zach Wilson and his chemistry with him. I think he'll look to there. We'll see enough Garrett, uh, Garrett Wilson to think that he can shake for, to get over 50 with this group. 
so I like those ones a lot. And then, yeah, I, the Brees Hall and Michael Carter are, are good too as well. Um, I, I feel most more comfortable with Brees Hall. And again, yeah, Tyler Conklin, that again, more go with the receptions on there. But uh, it's it feels weird saying all this over Jets receiving targets, but how can, how can I not go there? Odds on touchdown scores, Chris. Najee Harris, minus 115. Deontay Johnson, plus 140. Chase Claypool, plus 185. Michael Carter, plus 185. Pat Fryermuth, plus 205. Here's one I really like. Brees Hall, plus 210. George Pickens, plus 220. Elijah Moore, plus 275. Garrett Wilson, plus 275. Corey Davis, plus 330. Tyler Conklin, plus 330. Mitchell Trubisky, plus 450. Steelers defense and special teams, plus 450. Jalen Warren, plus 550. Zach Wilson, plus 600. Jets defense and special teams, plus 650. Braxton Berrios, plus 1,000. That's not a terrible bet for a long shot considering the fact that Wilson and Berrios have that chemistry. They may go to Berrios a couple of times on trick plays. So plus 1,000, I like that as a long shot. CJ Ozama, plus 1,000. Zach Gentry, plus 1,100. Jeff Smith, plus 1,800. Gunnar Olszewski, plus 1,900. Connor Hayward, plus 2,000. Miles Boykin, plus 2,000. Steven Sims, plus 2,000. Derek Watt, plus 2,000. Benny Snell Jr. plus 2,000, Jeremy Ruckert plus 2,200, Ty Johnson plus 2,200, Lawrence Cager plus 2,200, and Denzel Mims plus 2,200. And start here with Najee Harris. If uh, if you're looking for value, this is not where to to go. Uh, but if you're unless you're thinking that the Steelers won't score a touchdown today. Yeah, I feel pretty comfortable uh, even at minus 115 going with Najee Harris. He's, he's probably going to get a touchdown. Today. Uh, but, you know, if you're looking for the value, it's not great. It, it, super great there. Uh, the Brees Hall at plus 210, that's that's better value. I like that. Uh, it's a little bit more of a roll of the dice, obviously. Um, but, yeah. As far as the rest of it, there's, I you know, Corey Davis plus three ten, I like it. it. It that could absolutely work. Uh, Tyler Conklin again, uh, that that's a good one. But let's 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 go ahead and roll the dice here. Uh, I will recommend throwing a little bit on there. Go ahead and take the Jets defense. Uh, go ahead and bet against Mitch Trubisky. Go ahead, see see what happens. Bet against Mitch Trubisky. Throw a little something there, and then. Bet on Mitch Trubisky. Bet on Mitch Trubisky and Zach Wilson. Go ahead and take both of them. Uh, throw a little something on either of them to uh, run it in, because that's there's a good chance that uh, that one of them can get in there. Especially if you're thinking the Jets get down there, they got don't have a lot of room to maneuver. Again, uh, like I said earlier, with Zach Wilson, the rushing thing. I don't know if he trusts his knee enough, but with that type of payout, with that type of odds, I'll. I'll go ahead and I'll roll the dice on it. Chris, before we run, I want to turn it over to our friend Walter Cherpinski over at WalterFootball.com for his weekly picks, courtesy of PrizePicks.com. I really enjoy their daily fantasy matchups. I get in my entries with player projections. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. Today, I'm going with Tyler Conklin to get more than 27.5 yards receiving. 
and Mitchell Trubisky to get less than 214 yards passing. Those could be the two guys you pick, or you could pick anybody else over at prizepicks.com. It's easy to play, and you could participate in a variety of different sports. It doesn't have to just be the NFL. It could be the NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, anything you want, they've got it at prizepicks.com. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that simple. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepicks.com and sign up and play fantasy sports right now. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to 100 bucks with promo code PLAJ. If you deposit 100 bucks, PrizePix will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50, PrizePix will give you 50. Don't forget, enter the promo code PLAJ at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Walter, the floor is yours, my friend. Thanks, Scott. So let's begin with the Jets as usual. They're three and a half point underdogs in Pittsburgh. Uh, so I bet against the Jets heavily in weeks one and three. I didn't really touch the game in week two. This is kind of the same deal. I, I don't really like this game for either team. Uh, the Jets are down three tackles. I know TJ Watt is out for Pittsburgh. And if Watt were playing, I'd bet the Steelers. Uh, and he's, he's not. But still, the Jets are going to have trouble blocking for Zach Wilson. I, I like that Wilson is back. And I don't like Trubisky as a three and a half point favorite. So I'm not betting the Steelers either. Uh, if I had a lean toward this game, I, I think it would be Pittsburgh with the, with the extra time to prepare. Uh, but I, like I said, I'm not betting this game. But let, let's get to some games I am betting. Uh, the Chargers are minus 5.5 in Houston. Uh, so I, I've heard a lot of people like Houston this week, which I, I don't understand. Uh, the Texans are one of the worst teams in the NFL. I, I know they've kept some games close, but they've been blown out in yardage. Uh, and I feel like they're, they're ripe to get blown out, and I think the Chargers could do it. Uh, so last week, the Chargers got killed by Jacksonville. But Justin Herbert wasn't right, and they were missing a lot of players. Uh, they're still down a couple of guys, but they're getting they're getting their top cornerback. They're getting their center back, and Justin Herbert put together two full practices. This game actually reminds me of the uh, the Bengals Jets game from last week, where the Bengals were in desperation mode. Uh, the line wasn't as high as it should have been, and, and the Bengals uh, they they blew out the Jets. And I think the Chargers are going to treat the Texans similarly. Uh, I also like the Seahawks plus three and a half at Detroit. Uh, I really like the Lions heading into the year, but they're so banged up right now. Amon Ross St. Brown is out. Uh, DeAndre Swift is out. Two offensive linemen are missing. The top safeties out. Uh, one of their t- one of their top edge rushers is out. So the Lions are really banged up. Uh, so I don't think they deserve to be favored by more than a field goal against a Seattle team uh, that should be able to move the ball with Tyler Lockett and uh, and DK Metcalf. Uh, and also Detroit blitzes a lot, which really benefits Geno Smith. Geno Smith this year against the blitz, he's 22 of 25 for 204 yards and two touchdowns, which is pretty amazing. Uh, so I think Seattle keeps this game close. I like Arizona. Uh, pick them against Carolina. Uh, everyone seems to be, well, maybe not everyone, but uh, people seem to be impressed with Carolina's win over the Saints, but that was misleading. Uh, the Saints made a lot of mistakes in that game. Carolina was outgained by a wide margin. Uh, the, the Panthers really should be 0-3 right now, uh, and they don't match up well against uh, the, the, the Cardinals. Uh, Arizona blitzes a lot. They get a ton of pressure on the quarterback. Baker Mayfield is not protected well, and he handles the blitz very poorly. Uh, he's 16-35 to uh, for 208 yards, one touchdown, one interception against the Bliss this year. Uh, so that really uh, seems to benefit Arizona. Uh, I like the Patriots plus nine and a half against the Packers. So I know Brian Hoyer is starting, but still 
what have the Packers really done this year? Uh, they got blown out in Minnesota. They beat the Bears, sure. Uh, but, you know, in week three, they almost lost to the Buccaneers. They needed a delay of game uh, to come out with a win. And yet they were playing a Tampa team down their entire receiving core and multiple offensive linemen uh, and plus some some other players. So it, the Packers should have won that game um, easier than, than they did. Uh, and so I, I think they're overrated here. They're coming off that big win. They go to London next week. I, I don't think they're going to be prepared for the Patriots, and I like backing good teams uh, playing their backup quarterbacks. Uh, the Patriots, by the way, uh, they play some tough teams. They played the Dolphins and Ravens. The other team they played this was the Steelers, and uh, that was a 17-6 game until garbage time. So uh, I, I think the Patriots keep this game close. Uh, also, Monday night, I like the 49ers minus 1.5 against the Rams. Uh, the 49ers seem to own the Rams. Uh, they beat them on Monday night last year. Uh, Nick Bosa is going to have a field day against the Rams uh, bat, new, new left tackle. Uh, we saw Joseph Nopum struggle against Von Miller in the opener. I think Nick Bosa is going to have the same sort of great game that Von Miller had in week one. And something seems off about the Rams. Uh, they just can't put a great game together. Uh, they were outgained by the Cardinals last week. They had trouble putting Atlanta away. They got blown out by Buffalo. It just something seems off. And I think the Niners, uh, desperate to avoid one and three, uh, I think they should be able to get a convincing win on Monday night. So those are the WalterFootball.com week four picks against the spread. Back to you, Scott. Thanks, Walter. Walter, and thank you for listening. Make sure that you check out everything that Walter is doing over at WalterFootball.com and everything we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic All-22 breakdowns on our channel right now, including one for every single Jets draft pick. Watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com, that's T-E-E-public.com, and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.